to the Generous Marriage Podcast. Fight less, feel appreciated, and have a deeper connection with your spouse. And now your hosts, Shachar Erez and Ziv Raviv. Hello and welcome to the Generous Marriage Podcast, where we work together as a team on helping you become better at connecting with your spouse on improving your relationship, your communication, and also getting the benefits of having a better relationship through intimacy. And I am here as your co-host. My name is Ziv Raviv. Together with me is our expert on the topic of what is a generous marriage, and that is Shachar. Erez. Hello, Shachar. Hi, Ziv. Hello, everybody. Great to be here. This is the last episode of the season. I'm thrilled. I, I'm, I'm excited as well. And we have prepared, you know, the entire season is full of many goodies. And like me and my wife wrote them, we are already in the process of actually doing some quality assurance and testing the different bonus materials that we prepared for each episode. And this is really fun because uh, there's many games there and there's many ideas that you've been using, uh, Shachar, with your, the couples that come to you as a counselor. And so today is going to be actually something extra special. Because it's the end of the season, Shachar, you and me, we, we really dialed in on this one and I dare say doubled down on on the preparation and we want it to be special for you as well. The end of season one of the Generous Marriage Podcast. As always, we will start with a story about a couple that uh, is actually going through a lot. So you might find yourself relating to some of the things, but or maybe even to one of the problems that they are going through. But you can also imagine how hard it is because we all have those times where it's really heavy to be inside a relationship and inside the marriage even. And after talking about the story, Shachar, you will uh, share with us a tool, a tool that can help you in your journey within your marriage to make your marriage something that is based on the values and the principles and the benefits of having a generous marriage. And we will also have a research that backs up the importance of the tool that we will share, but there will also be a little bit of, you know, uh, final words of summary from summarizing this actual season of the Generous Marriage Podcast. So a lot to look out, to look up for, especially the ending. I mean, guys, you really want to listen all the way today specifically because the ending is life-changing. With that said, Shachar, Take it away. Let us know who are we going to meet today. So today we're going to meet Julie and Josh, who were seeking therapy because they had a fight over a house project she asked him to do. He was postponing. You know, sounds like a small issue and it caused huge marital distress. As I was uh, listening to their story and learning about them, I understood that this was just a, just one piece of many challenges they were struggling with, they were going through in the last couple of years. They immigrated, they moved from London to San Francisco Bay Area. He got a new job with a lot of responsibility that was a little bit over his head, or at least very challenging. She, well, both of them, but she gave birth, she, they had a new baby, they had already two children and they had a new baby in the house. His father died unexpectedly and he was connected to him, so it was hard on him emotionally and it also started some ugly fight with his siblings. Just too many challenges in, in two, such a short time, you know, in a couple of years. Whoa. They were out of resources. This, this is like uh, the, the fact that they had this fight over a project in their house, that was seriously like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And, and they've been through, you know, immigration, which is changing your entire life, basically. And having a baby, which is, again, very, very challenging. You don't sleep much and you need to, to adjust. And uh, I guess their older kids, were having a problem too to adjust to that and that's also a challenge and then suddenly to have you know 
to to in parallel to that to as a man to go through a new career and one that is extremely challenging for you like we all have this this idea especially in the corporate world where some people actually get promoted one promotion too much right mm-hmm. sometimes it really feels like someone is he has to deal with a role that is very challenging it just feels too much it might be not it might be that later on they they practice and they get better but it is uh, it, it fills your head with fear and then suddenly to have you know on top of everything to have that death in the family that tragedy with your parents and then to go into uh, you know, a dispute with your brothers and sisters about that about heritage and, and money and that oh man that that's pretty rough really rough yeah yeah and 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 you know a lot of the therapy was about getting their life together it wasn't so much about therapy it wasn't so much about their issues as a couple and the dynamic and all the other stuff we talked about even though we we touched all those topics with them but it was a lot about uh, getting a grip over his job and learning to delegate and finding ways to even though it was so hard to to be more at home and help the family with the changes and, and finding you know he needed self-care extremely like he was way out of uh, resource so it was about scheduling time to do stuff that he liked like playing basketball and doing yoga and the things that uh, fill him up he was running on a zero tank basically yeah he was like not able to be generous in that situation yeah he had nothing to give yeah and wow. we also had to to process the death of his father you know that's a big thing of course it's huge And they got some consultancy to help him with his siblings and resolve all those you know ugly issues. It's really ugly when you fight with your siblings yeah a, a lot to do. It took time. It took you know more than two years. It took a couple of years of uh, going through hell in a way. It was really challenging oh man they like they they rolled the dice, and every time it was like against them. Like they didn't finish one problem and then another one and another one it's so it's it feels sometimes like that in life where the problems just don't stop coming at your door right, and it happens you know it happens in life like that, and we we call this episode today overcoming challenges because it was amazing to see them after. You know, after those two, three years when things finally got settled and this job and they felt at home and they had a community and the family issues with his siblings got resolved, they became a power couple. You know, they knew they can overcome any challenge. Wow. They, they were so powerful. Their relationship really transformed and strengthened. And I, I was so impressed to see them. really impressed wow how did you like how fast was the change in terms of the reason why they came to you like they came on a house project problem how fast was that result not fast <laughs> i mean it wasn't a house project uh, it wasn't to complete we 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 processed it but it wasn't completely resolved because there were other issues and there were just issues coming up all the time it it took time it was very it was a very challenging process uh, you know sometimes in therapy most of the time couples therapy is actually quite short like 5 to 20 sessions is more than enough for for most couples Usually it's just a, a, a few months, six months, and they're out of the process. These guys, the universe was uh, seriously challenging them. So it took a while. It took like two years with me and maybe, uh, maybe a year and a half with me and another two years before they came to me of rough, rough time. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, and again, that inspi- inspiring moment at the end of this process... Where you were seeing them walking together and being ready for you know any anything that comes their way, and that is something that that can be created after 
those long stretches of challenging years and yeah. and i i I think that in a way they weren't just unlucky they were also having something very special and first of all, they had you know the decision the decision to change their marriage they didn't give up on their marriage they've decided to come and ask for help that by itself is a brave thing to do, but it also was there for them as something that holds them together because they really eventually struggled with making it work. Yeah, and, and this is especially exceptional because in our society, in the Western society these days, it's very individualistic. Marriages are not supported anymore the way they used to. In, in the past, the marriage used to be held by the community and by the wider family. And it was, you know, people didn't get divorced much. These days, like in San Francisco, the divorce rate is, is more than 50%. It's huge. It's like the, a bigger chance that you'll get divorced. So a couple like this, that with all the challenges, they decide we're going to get through this. This is hard time, but we're determined. We are going to rescue our relationship and our family. And the other side is just so yummy, so powerful. Their, their friendship became stronger. The way they knew how to cooperate was amazing. Uh, I, I was very inspired by them. Here's, here's what I, uh, I find inspiring. Um, like Josh came to you with so, such a mess in his life. And with this feeling that is uh, the one that makes us most uh, shameful, which is, as, as men, which is that he's not powerful enough, mm-hmm. that he's weak. He's, he's being, you know, attacked again and again by, this, by, by everything, by his brothers, by his, uh, you know, his dad died, unfortunately. And, and at the same time, his wife is obviously going through a lot with birth, uh, with, with the baby and, and with, uh, with, with Josh not being around because of his new job and everything. And, and at the same time, he was courageous enough to say yes, not just for, you know, working on the, on the marriage and on the connection and, and working together as a team through the help of, of the counseling of you, but also to say yes to what he needs, like working on his body as a, and a do some yoga or do some basketball those things, actually, they are one of the keys, right? And that is something that is very inspiring for me to be able to say, I need to make sure that I take care of, me, of myself so that I can come back to my family and be there for them and support them and, and not be out of energy because I don't do anything with my body at all and I don't do anything for myself at all. Right. It was actually a multi, multi-level uh, operation in a way. You know, it was about taking care of himself through exercise and through good nutrition or better nutrition and, uh, and finding uh, ways to support the family and getting more uh, paid help to support uh, her and the family and finding another uh, mediator to help with his siblings and all of that yeah. issue. And, and on the relationship level, I gave them the tool that we're going to talk about later, which is a daily stress-reducing conversation. Oh, man, I, I just, uh, you know, the more we talk about it, the more I understand why you prescribed that specific tool to this specific couple, because they have, they have been going through a lot. So, like, if you are listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, man, you're going through a lot too, then this tool specifically might be a lifesaver. Now, yeah. this tool might be also good for you if you only have one reason to, to have stress in your life. But these couple had a lot of challenges and, and that stress, as we will uh, you know, discuss in the end of this episode, uh, like in the research phase step, stress is not so good for you, I mean... Oh man, stress can be dangerous. Yeah, and we live in the age of stress. So these guys had, wow, unbelievable stress. But uh, all of us these days, or most of us these days, live stressful lives. 
and stress is uh, researched. It, it, it's not bad for your health. It's, it's bad for your health. It's bad for so many things. It really influences your, your body and mind. I can just imagine that with all of that stress, you know, being in this new role in his, in his business, in his corporate job, um, you can't really, you know, be the best version of yourself and be creative and productive and get results and inspire people around you, maybe be charismatic, you know, with the team that you run and so on. When, all they see is like a shell of a man that is so stressed. Yeah. And, and then, you know, and then coming back home and being a good father, which was important to him and bringing a good partner, which he was failing at, but for, for good reasons. Well, yeah. you know, they say stretch thin. He, thin is not thin enough to, to describe his situation. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really happy for them that they sticked into it. Like these days, we people... <laughs> We replace our mobile phone like every, I don't know, nine months or, I don't know, three years if you, if, if, if you got lucky. And, and we spend time with our phones, probably sometimes more than we do with our partners. And we think in this way where uh, it's maybe a little bit broken, let's replace it. And many people don't feel like, let's fix it, let's we can fix this, right? But they were having their whole, whole life, you know, was breaking apart and having all sorts of problems and they didn't replace, you know, they didn't say, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to move back to London. I'm going to, uh, to go through divorce or whatnot over some some house project mm -hmm. but yeah. they they decided to fix their problems and overcoming the stress was one step in the process it wasn't that the stress relief was something that totally fixed their lives they still had problems to fix we talked about the habits uh, last episode i think and that's also a lot of what we did there together implementing rituals of, of, of connection, doing this uh, stress-reducing conversation daily, having weekly dates, prioritizing sex, finding time to play together with all this uh, uh, stress on them, and just, you know, generally trying to turn towards each other as much as possible. Yeah. So it was, wow, they had to do so many things to get out of this uh, nightmare. But when they were finally out of it, they were powerful. Two warriors, you know? Man, that sounds like pretty much uh, like uh, you practice towards uh, whatever you want to achieve in life. So they practiced on the hardest of the conditions that possibly can happen to them. And they had to use multiple tools on the overall, other tools that we've already mentioned in the season as well, in order to overcome the, this situation but now that they've practiced so much they've like graduated from from the military of couples or whatnot and now they were like top ranking uh, officers so really really exciting couple and worth starting with this tool that we're going to mention because this tool well first of all it's free so you know you listen to this you can already know what to do uh, and we will give you some extra tips in the generousmarriage.com site. And at the same time, it is a tool that actually creates some quality time. Right. It creates connection and uh, it uh, strengthens the love maps, the understanding of, of each other and how uh, what, uh, what makes them move and what makes them stress and what uh, makes them bummed and what they like. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. So give it to, to us, Shachar. How can they work on their stress and to reduce it? What is the stress-reducing conversation? It's pretty simple. It's actually taking turns at venting. So each partner gets 15 minutes. They can just vent and talk about whatever is bothering them other than the relationship. They don't complain about each other or about the marriage or about the relationship. 
just about other things, the boss, the workers, the neighbors, the, the school, the, 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 the siblings, you know, those uh, brothers and sisters he had and everything but each other. And the other person, you know, one partner is venting for 15 minutes and the other partner is just listening and showing support and asking questions and not giving advice. <laughs> and not, not, trying giving. To, not trying to fix the problem. Right, exactly. Unless they, they're asked for an advice, but it's not, about the, it's not an advice conversation. It's just about venting and letting stress off. And usually after this... 30 minutes because each partner gets 15 minutes it's it's cathartic and sometimes it's even funny you know after 15 minutes is a long time to vent after you vent 15 minutes at some point uh, after enough conversations like this you start uh, taking it more lightly yeah you bring, you bring some humor to the situation you don't feel so much like a victim anymore especially if you like ran out of topics to vent about and then you're forced to like find more things to vent that by itself will make it funny right exactly plus uh you know i'm i'm just i would do an optimization on on if i do this with my partner uh, rotem i would actually let her be first then vent uh, i don't know if it's allowed according to the rules of the tool but vent for five minutes and use the remaining 10 minutes for something else together you know that's cool what you're saying because sometimes i uh, invite other couples to do this and i've seen some versions of this and like one couple they felt that it takes them to their problems too much so they would vent five minutes or i don't know seven and a half minutes and then the rest of the time they would uh, do gratitude mm, love it love it But I have to ask you a question just to clarify because I see a, a mine in this tool that I don't want to fall into when we practice this. Uh, so what do we do when the spouse is venting and complaining and bitching around about stuff that actually, you know, it's not about you, but it's about something that was affected by you, like maybe the house. I needed to fix this. I needed to clean that. and this. Everyone are messing the house and like you, uh, me personally, but I believe a lot of men hear this and they can relate. Like we hear criticism very easily, especially when our love tank is low. Everything we hear feels like criticism, even if it's not related directly to us, but related to like the, the, the household. What do you say about that? That it's a good point, but that's why the structure actually helps. When you know that it's 15 minutes about letting your partner uh, vent, uh, you can listen with other set of ears and not get so triggered and just be compassionate and remember that they're talking about themselves. And yeah, maybe you had some impact on this and maybe later you're going to uh, take responsibility and do your part. But really something in this structure that you know that you're just listening now and just being uh, compassionate and uh, trying to understand your partner usually helps to not get triggered or if you do get triggered to, to do something with it and open your heart again and not take it so personally. Because we, we get triggered when we, get it, when, we get, when we think it's, when we, we take things personally. So yeah. if you can uh, take another perspective and just uh, see that it's your partner venting, it really makes a difference. And I, I see ge the generosity in this tool coming from, from different angles. Like, first of all, just listening for 15 minutes, that by itself is a generous thing to do. Yeah. But listening to someone that is complaining, that is also something that, that, that is a, a great thing to do, a very generous But there's one other thing that is very, that, that, that allows the two partners to express generosity. And that is the, the rule where you can only complain about stuff that are not one of the couples, like complain and vent about other stuff. That also is a, an act of generosity because that way, you know, the spouse, the, like the partner, the, 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 the dude in the partnership can actually feel from my point of view, 
uh, can actually feel safe, you know? He's not under attack here. There is no attacking over here of your kingdom. You're just listening. That's it. That's what she needs you to do right now. And she will vent and she will feel great about it later on. Um, and, and when she vents everything and you give her those 15 minutes, that just, that's an amazing act of generosity, of, of a big heart. But I have to warn you guys, make sure that you measure the time. Like, I, I, I don't want you to be in a situation where your spouse is going on for more than 15 minutes and you're frustrated. And you, it would be a fair thing to do to, 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 to strive to those 15 minutes. And not, uh, it's, it's more than fair. It's really important because otherwise, you, you know, they were already, couples that do this are already stressed. When you know it's for 15 minutes, it makes it easier. When you don't know when it ends, you feel like you're being flooded yeah. with too many complaints. Yeah, like, Something in the structure of 15 minutes, and you don't really have to do it 15 minutes. If 10 minutes is what works for you or 20 minutes, that's fine. You know, the, sure. It's not the golden uh, rule of the 15 minutes. But find this, set the time, set an alarm clock that it's clear, 15 minutes, done, boom. Enough for today. We'll do it again tomorrow or we'll do it again next week, whatever works for you and your partnership. I would actually be afraid if I was told like, and you need to listen for, for 27 minutes, you need to listen to a vent. I would like, I would say, no, I can't do that. But 15 minutes, yeah, I can, I can listen for 15 minutes. That's pretty much what I can do. There, not more than that. It's true. I do think that 15 minutes is the right time to do it. But, uh, you know, people should try it out. But something, 15 minutes is, is, is not uh, too long and it's not long enough. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. So this tool was was helpful for Josh and Julie. Mm -hmm. To a degree, you know, they needed much more help, but it was helpful for them. And I think they actually talked about it at the end. You know, after they went through all of this, that, that they they mentioned this tool a lot because it helped them through the it helped them connect in the hardest days. You know, they knew when he was struggling at work and she was struggling at home with the kids and the baby and all the challenges and the new community and stuff. They knew at the end of the day, they're connecting and they have a safe haven, someone that won't criticize them and just be on their side and listen to all of this stress. And it really gave them a point of light in the day, even though it was about complaining it was much more than complaining. It was actually about connecting and feeling safe with your partner wow. through all these challenges, with all these challenges, despite all these challenges, you know? Yeah. And it also helps to maybe put things into perspective, you know? Um, you, ho you know that you're allowed to, to vent. You know that it's okay. But you also know that whatever is the reason... Sometimes the reason is something that might seem small and sometimes the reason is something that might seem huge. But you always have this same place, this safe haven, like you said. Uh, and that the fact that the safety comes from your partnership with your spouse, that's such a huge, such a huge... Uh, resource. Yes, resource and bliss even in, in, in this tool. So I love it. Uh, was, was it researched that it's important to reduce stress? Super, super uh, research. I'm, I'm, you know, today I'm, I'm going to show just one research, but uh, uh, we live in the age of stress, so stress has been very researched and how it affects uh, the immune system and the cognitive abilities and the potential to get sick. So this... So Specifically, this research I'm, I'm going to show uh, today was done in 1967, a while ago. Yeah. And two psychiatrists examined the medical records of over uh, 5,000 medical patients. And they wanted to know if stressful events might cause illnesses. So they made a list of 40-something uh, events and gave each of them a relative score like how bad 
is the event, it got more points. And uh, they asked these uh, five, uh, or they asked these 5,000 people to, to go through the list and, and rate themselves. And they found that, yes, there is a link between stress and stressful events to illness. The higher the score was, the higher was the potential to get sick. And since then, it's what, 50 years since then? I don't know. I think 50 something years since then. It was used in many, many different ways. And uh, it, it became clear that stress is related to a lot of uh, problems. And we're going to put a link to this uh, quiz in a way. You can fill up this quiz and assess how stressful you are. And there are three levels of uh, answers. And if you have minimum stress, you're lucky, you're fine, you're good. If you're in the medium or high stress levels, you should stop and see what you can do to help yourself. More self-care, uh, maybe get a counselor, maybe get a mediator, maybe find ways to help you connect to your partner. But you re should really stop and do whatever you can to reduce stress because you don't want to get sick and you don't want to hurt your uh, relationship and you don't want to die early. You want to live happily and healthily with a lot of vitality. And stress uh, is infecting all of this, is affecting all of this. I, I, I totally agree. I think that stress in a way, it's like driving in a car where your mileage that you're getting out of the fuel is just um, horrible. So like every single mile burns more fuel than usually. Now, the problem here is that the fuel is, is not the fuel that you can buy in a gas station. It's actually, you know, the connection fuel, your, your love tank and your connection love tank. And if you in life, due to stress, keep, you keep burning all of your repository of, of love and connection with, with the people around you. you. You burn it so fast. All those points, the, all those deposits that have been putting into the relationship with you are totally burned because you're under so, so much stress. And then, then you know, we, if you do things to deposit to other people and they deposit it back to you and you, you walk on your love tank and on your connection tank and you, you just bring yourself to a point where you have more fuel to tackle life and to, to go overcome some of those stressful situations because some of those stressful situations in the list of statements that you will answer in the quiz, you cannot change them. They are a fact of life. Sometimes you go through those things that are very stressful. But what you can change is the way that you behave in the way that you act. So the triggers, the triggers are there. We talked about it. They are going to invoke some emotion in you. And that emotion might be hard. And, and stress invokes a lot of emotions like that. Mm -hmm. But you can choose to be a different type of a man or a woman and that type is a type that takes action the type that chooses to be generous with their with their marriage to build up their habits so that they can actually refuel fast enough to overcome the stress yeah you know i want to say another thing about this uh, quiz that i thought is interesting to us the three uh, points that got the highest score are all related to relationship. So the, the worst thing that can happen to you from a st stress point of view is the death of your spouse. The second is divorce. The third is marital separation. You know, quite amazing. Higher than jail term or death of a close family member or personal injury or getting fired. Yeah. It's quite amazing how this research shows that our uh, main relationship uh, is so important for reducing stress, for being healthy. It is amazing, and it just shows the importance of working on your partnership with your spouse. 
and actually actually caring about it you 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 don't need to care about it only because it will make your life better with you know less fights and more sex and some room for yourself to build yourself to to achieve your goals together with your spouse but also it will make you healthier like this is life changing and life life affecting like people get sick with some pretty hard diseases because of stress and yeah. uh, and having your spouse with you is actually better like if you're if you're considering divorce that's okay to consider divorce sometimes it's needed yeah but sometimes you can fix it you can actually transform your relationship into something that you you never had before and that is meaningful and powerful yeah i would say most of the time you can fix it and you should really give it a try serious try get counseling listen to good podcasts like this one you know get any help you can because it's worth it there's another research that uh, people uh, in happy relationships make more money uh, have stronger immune systems and and live longer yeah you know we, we keep showing throughout the season shahar we keep showing researchers research research that that actually you know proves again and again that people that are uh, married successfully like that they use generous marriage tools and that they um, work well together through work, through through actual effort on the partnership those people they are successful they are healthy they are happy you know through the gratitude there was a research about how showing gratitude to your spouse will make you your brain change actually your brain will operate in a better way and will be you know di- different more, and better more balanced yes mm-hmm. and then you know here is the stick like we showed the carrot throughout the season and here's the stick it's where if you don't work on your marriage and you end up with one of those three horrible situations in life then your stress level is going to be over the roof and you're going to be in risk and we hope that if you hold the two of them the carrot and the stick and understand hey some people are going through the same stuff that you're going through and you you don't have to go through this alone there are other people that are like you that will be happy to share with you their story and will have will be happy to listen to you and there is even people like you shahar that and counselors you can find them everywhere you know that can help you overcome this hurdle that you're going through and i know it's not easy because i've been through this myself so shahar you already know this because you know us yeah and rotem and me we had to go through something that was shocking to to both of us and that was a situation where i was sexting with another lady for like a few months and i actually started to become paranoid i was thinking rotem was doing something of the sort too I was suspicious all the time. I, I actually woke up in the middle of the night to spy on my wife's phone. I mean, I was un, unrecognizable. I was a shell of myself in the way that I was behaving. And uh, I had a, a wake-up call with, you know, the world. The world was coming to me and saying, look, it doesn't make sense. You're, you're spending so much energy on... You know building your business building your your kingdom around you so that your spouse and and kids will be happier and will have you know their own um, their own happy dad that managed to fulfill many of his dreams and at the same time you're like obsessed with this silly relationship that doesn't make any sense. And, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized that when, when you're sexting, you're actually 
your betraying because if the if the other person was there you wouldn't be sending a text message you would do something so i feel like this is serious you know it was the understanding that hey i cannot hide behind you know behind the technology anymore i need to to come clean with this and i went i need to start a new chapter in my relationship and so you know after consulting about it and thinking this through i came to rotem and i opened everything i just did she didn't you know catch me or something like that i came on my own accord i told her look we have a lot to talk about we went through you know many of the things that were troubling us back then and we decided to work together and it was through tools like the many tools that we shared in this season generous related tools um we've been transforming our relationship to something totally else, uh, different we have a connection we have uh the the actual structure you know of the, the the meetings the date nights the the second date night at home to just talk about stuff and synchronize our our uh schedules that are very hard because i i do a lot of online webinars and online schools and and businesses and so i needed to to have that extra synchronization with my wife and and giving priority to communication and all of those things that we share those tools those things they create a new reality and this was something that that totally saved my marriage and saved my life and here's here's the one thing that i i'm really proud of and it's funny it's the fact that i have prioritized saving my marriage that made me way more successful in business <laughs> like i was so obsessed about becoming more successful in business and all of the time didn't realize how you know how how it affected me the fact that i don't have a strong enough back because i'm not working enough on 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 my balance with my family and only after starting to see you know a, an improvement in the connection with my spouse with rotem that's that's exactly when the breakthroughs were starting to show up in my businesses and that 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 was something that was huge to to see to see this this great transformation and it's all about the the clarity of knowing what is your purpose knowing why are you working so hard it's for your family many times or for something even very specific with your family in in my case and that is it's not a coincidence that um the stress factors are related to marriage on the first three it's it's on both sides if you work with a good marriage if you work with the generous marriage principles and the the layout that we've been sharing with you on all of those episodes you can actually grow as a human being and not just as a couple yeah wow thanks evie thanks uh, for sharing this uh, story and uh, and i want to say that from my side i i just love seeing you together i think you are the busiest person i know and still you have the one of the best relationships i know as well and you spend time playing together and you spend time together and you spend time with the kids and it's very inspiring to see you guys and how you overcame this challenge and what has been become of you guys thank you so much it's really is a matter of having that that tank uh that love tank not empty all the time when the love tank is not is is full or he's like in the gray, green area there's so much flexibility that you will be surprised guys of how much flexibility your spouse can 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 show you generosity 
it sticks to one another. You show generosity and it will come back eventually and it will come back big time. Beautiful. So I want to thank you, Shachar. You've been really working hard on making this podcast happen and, and doing the research and finding the, the, like, fine-tuning the tools in all sorts of ways. And I, I know how hard you work on, on everything you do, like not just as a counselor and as a father and a husband for Judy, but also on, on trying to make a lot of people Uh, lives uh, better through the tools that we are sharing in generousmarriage.com site. And it was a pleasure working with you on this season. And now we are going through uh, working on building some surprises for you guys, the listeners of this show. And I'm talking about things that will actually make the entire process of implementing the generous marriage structure and, and, and strategies and tactics into your life, making that way, way easier. And I cannot share all the details right now, but we have something that we've been cooking that is going to be available on generousmarriage.com. And that something is going to be, on one hand, useful for couples that need that extra oomph and support in uh, building an amazing date night over and over and over again in a way that will actually force you to go through the generous marriage principles in a fun way and in a way that will practice all of your generous uh, muscles. And on the other hand, we, we are working on helping uh, those of you that needs a little bit more personal touch because sometimes you just need someone that can listen and identify what is the best thing that you can do and fine-tune you know the solution for you with you and so we together as you know a family of people that care about relationships we care together about your partnership with your spouse And we want to help you implement the generous marriage principles in a way that is fast and easy and fun. You'll just have a new set of armors that will help you to tackle the world together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited for these new offerings that will come up on our website. And I want to thank you, Ziv. This has been such a fun project to do with you. And it happened a lot, a lot because of you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and we're going to be waiting for you guys on generousmarriage.com. That's the only thing you need to do today. Just go to generousmarriage.com and see the surprises waiting for you there. And uh, enough said. Guys, we've been the Generous Marriage Podcast for 12 episodes doing season one. We've been sharing on every single episode something useful on how to improve your marriage and your partnership. If this is the first time you're listening to the Generous Marriage Podcast, you definitely want to check out uh, the others, other episodes in this season. Um, your bonus for this episode specifically with an explanation about how to conduct the stress-reducing conversation, plus some extra tips and advices on what to do when the world seems to break on top of you and on top of your relationship. And sometimes those, the, this extra bit of, uh, of information can really uh, help you understand how to implement this. And even, I want to say that even the research will be the bonus because it's actually a tool as well. It's not just the research, it's a tool that you can do and assess your stress levels and uh, t take better care of yourself. And when we, when we mentioned all of those uh, bonus documents that you can download, it's actually very easy. All you need to do is go to the generousmarriage.com website, head over to the podcast tab, find the podcast of today, which is episode 12. And there's a big pink button that you can press and you put inside your email and your name and you can download it for free. And that way you can explore deeper 
um, and learn the research, learn the tool, you know, improve your partnership. And usually it takes five minutes, five minutes of your time to just read it and get ready. And then you can start to have the fun and to have the benefits of actually uh, adding this entirely new layer of, of generosity on top of your existing marriage. Is it worth it, Shachar, to actually work on your marriage and not just give up? Totally worth it. I say it with my clients all the time. I've seen it in my own relationship. You know, we've been to therapy at least twice in these uh, 13 years we've been together. And a happy relationship is so nourishing. It's so good for you. It's really worth investing in it. And even when the problem seems so big, like I, I got lucky in a sense because my big problem was something that could have been way worse. It was still very bad. But you might listen to this and think, well, that's all nice, but my problem is harder and bigger. Well, Shachar has been counseling to people with, you know, with a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah? And it's not like the comparison won't help you, right? right? If you have a bigger problem or a smaller problem, that will not help you feel better. What will help you is if you work on it, if you actually decide to not give up. And even, I dare say, even if you did some mistakes, some big mistakes, because even the hardest of the mistakes like uh, adultery and, and sex outside of the marriage and all of that, jazz, actually, you can even overcome these and have a very brave and meaningful and rewarding marriage through work, through uh, implementing generous marriage tools. Right, through turning towards each other and daring to connect again and again and daring to be vulnerable again and again. Yeah. So you can cure shame you can cure your relationship and you can improve your life. Right, and it cures also the childhood wounds you had. That's, the, well, that's one of the potentials of a happy relationship to heal wounds that happened in your family of origin. Yeah. It's just worth it on any, from any perspective you look at it, it's worth it. Yeah, I'll just remind that you know, my business has been blooming. Oh my God ever since we've been, uh, you know, going through those breakthroughs. So uh, really uh, worth checking out what we shared on generousmarriage.com. The bonus is there. The new stuff is going to pop up. Uh, so when you come in and listen, you will find it. And I wanted to say thank you again and see you in the next season of the Generous Marriage Podcast. Thank you, Shachar. Thank you, Ziv. Thank you, everybody. See you in our next offerings and in our next season. This was fun.